faith in American Christianity is most often seen as an act of will. It's a desire, it's an attitude, it's a habit. Pastor Todd Peppercorn, on his presentation at this summer's Issues Etc. Making the Case conference, making the case for a Lutheran view of depression. But what happens when you have a mental illness? Whether we're talking about depression, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, or any number of mental illnesses, all of these mess with your brain, your ability to interact with the outside world. How does God work in that kind of circumstance? You can meet and hear Pastor Todd Peppercorn June 9th and 10th at the Issues Etc. Making the Case Conference in Collinsville, Illinois. For more information, just look for the Making the Case logo at issuesetc.org or call 618-223-8385. Judge Gorsuch has not had occasion to rule directly on a case involving Roe. However, his writings do raise questions. For a judge who likes every outcome he reaches is probably a pretty bad judge, stretching for policy results he prefers rather than those the law compels. William Paul Young is an extremely dangerous Bible twister who's not bringing to you what Scripture says. He's bringing to you a theology crafted in his own heart. Northern Michiganders love issues, etc. It was summertime in Northern Michigan. For most of us, we would think, probably the last person that I would expect to manipulate me. I expect to be manipulated by advertisers and salespeople and Golly, just about everybody. The last person I would expect to manipulate me, much less deceive me, would be my Christian pastor. How common is the art of manipulation deceit in pop American Christianity? Welcome back to Issues Etc. I'm Todd Wilkin. We're coming to you live from the studios of Lutheran Public Radio in Collinsville, Illinois. This week in Pop American Christianity with Pastor Chris Rosebro is up first during this hour. Then we're going to play Issues Etc. Soundbite of the Week, a little game we like to play with our listeners where we play four soundbites. Then you give us a call, one 623 6943 Send us an email, talkback at issuesetc.org. Send us a tweet at issuesetc. Or go to our Facebook fan page and vote for Issues Etc. Soundbite of the Week, facebook.com slash issuesetc. We'll be playing that in about 30 minutes here on Issues Etc. Pastor Chris Rosebro joins us for This Week in Pop American Christianity today. Some examples of sure signs that you're being deceived and manipulated by your church leaders. He is pastor of Consfinger Lutheran Church in Oslo, Minnesota, and host of a daily internet talk show called Fighting for the Faith. Chris, welcome back to Issues Etc. Thanks for having me back, Todd. So for most people would say the last person I would expect to manipulate or deceive me is my Christian pastor. How common are are the things that we're going to see examples of here of deceit and manipulation in pop American Christianity. Uh, they're so common. It's it's more difficult to find a pastor in evangelicalism, uh, especially among the megachurch pastors, that uh, actually rightly handles God's Word and has really set out to disciple people in sound doctrine and what Scripture says. These manipulation techniques 
are literally running the table right now. It they're they're so common that um, you know I uh, the the sound bites that we're going to hear are this this fellow we're going to be listening to. He's actually taken so many of the cliche manipulative techniques and literally squished them into just a few minutes that it's it's funny to kind of see them all strung together like this. Uh, you know, so so tightly. Usually, they're spaced out a little farther than what we're going to hear today. Just so we understand what we're what we're talking about here, we're not talking necessarily about a, a pastor who says, "How can I manipulate my people?" This is monkey see, monkey do. A lot of times, what one pastor is doing that seems to get results is picked up by another pastor, and pretty soon, every pastor who's worth his salt, so to speak, is carrying out the same techniques. Yeah, no, that's a great way of putting it. In uh, in evangelicalism, there's you know there are several very prominent pastors and preachers that everybody is trying to model themselves after, and uh, and so they try to pick up their cadence, their delivery style, and certain techniques that they throw into their sermons. And uh, what they're what they're not doing is paying attention to the fact that the people that they're trying to model themselves after are clear twisters of God's word. And as a result of it, they pick up their manipulation techniques along the way as well. And uh, it it's really just a mess. You know, rather than really striving to be careful exegetes, men who rightly handle God's Word, who rightly divide law and gospel, they just want to be successful. They want to make people feel good. They want to draw a crowd. And so the people they're going after, they're, they're doing everything they can to pick up the way the, 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 the most successful guys are doing it. And it's, it, it, like I said, it's really a mess. And, and with the, just about 30 seconds here before we go into the examples, this is also what people have come to expect from their pastors, isn't it? Oh, yeah. In fact, if you uh, open up with a Bible passage, read it out, and then begin exegeting it, um, in evangelicalism, they think that something's wrong with you. In fact, you're probably not filled with the Spirit, and uh, you're, you're, you're kind of like dry wood. You're not good for anything. Uh, whereas these fellows are considered to be engaging and relevant, and somehow the Spirit is, is with them because, oh, man, they're really good at making people feel good. But that's really not the job of a pastor, to make people feel good. Who is Josiah Silva, and what are we going to hear from him first? Josiah Silva is a Southern California pastor. We're going to be hearing him as he's filling in for uh, the pastor at One Church LA. And this is a church that's actually associated with T.D. Jakes because the uh, vision casting leader there uh, is also uh, the son-in-law of uh, T.D. Jakes. But Josiah Silva is a substitute teacher, if you would. And literally, we're going to be just listening to the first few minutes of his sermon from a, a week and a half ago. And wow. <laughs> It, like I said, so many manipulation techniques, all squished into such a small amount of time. But we'll let let's hear the first one, and we'll see if we can uh, unpack and spot some of the things that are going on. Praise God! But you know, uh, this morning I, I really do, and I, and th- I know that when, when a speaker comes, sometimes they'll say this, and it may sound redundant or cliche. And I don't mean to sound cliche, but I really do feel like I'm on assignment today. I really do feel like like God brought me to share a specific word with you. You know, I prayed and really prepared and, and I don't take it lightly to, to come on, on a pulpit or, or to step into any church and just preach any message. But I really say, God, what do you want to say? You know, what, what do you want to say? People didn't come to hear the word of a man. They came to hear the word of God. And, and, and I prayed and, and I really felt a release of what I'm going to share with you. You know, I, I pray it's, it's going to be something that has been marinating me for the last four months. 
And I felt God say, release that word. Go, go ahead. I felt permission. And I'm going to share with you things that I haven't even shared in my church that I feel God said, speak that to one church LA because there's an assignment God has for you. If you believe that, give God a clap. There's an assignment that God has for you in this region. And I'm going to share some of those things with you. And, and it's a word that I do believe is from heaven. It's, it literally has led me to preach this series for 12 weeks in my own church. That's how much it's just so much packed into it. But I'm going to share as much as I can that I believe God will have it with you. And, and I know the word over at your house, your pastor has, has declared this is the year of alignment. And I agree. I said, I mean, I'm like, amen. I'm in agreement. Now I know why, why God has us on that same, that same channel. And this is the year of alignment. This is a very significant year. But did you know that in the biblical calendar, okay, the biblical calendar, get ready for this because it's going to get you once you get it. The biblical calendar, this is the year 5,777. <laughs> You'll get it. Seven is the number of completion. And here's what I feel God is getting ready to say is get ready because this year, some things are going to come into alignment, into completion. And it's going to be a year of not just one thing, but triple breakthrough, supernatural increase, supernatural alignment. And it's going to come on the people of God first and then to the ends of the world. If you have faith to receive it, receive it according to your faith. Let it be so. Triple. Come on, supernatural increase. Tell two people, say supernatural increase. All right, Chris, I was making a little list, but I'm anxious to hear yours. Um, if you could take apart, kind of say, here was manipulation technique, one, two, three, how would you break it down? All right, we're going we're gonna to start with the claims of receiving direct revelation, and it always begins with, I'm on assignment from God, or I have special permission from God to give you this message. That is always a red flag that basically tells you that what's coming next is not going to actually be a careful study and understanding of the written word of God, but a claim to re be receiving a prophetic insight directly from God, and you don't even need the written word of God for it. The other thing, this is a technique that you see over and over and over again, where the speaker gives a command to the audience and then they have to do something. For instance, he'll say, repeat after me, assignment. And, the, and the, everyone says, assignment. Or he says, give a clap to God. And then the people give a clap to God. This is actually a, a very well-known manipulation technique designed to create basically lower psychological barriers. If, I, if the speaker can get you to obey him on, on like stuff that really is kind of small, then when it gets to the bigger claims, you psychologically, the, the, the technique is designed to lower the barriers. If you, if you obey him here, you're not going to challenge him later on the bigger claims. And that's what that's all about. So when he's giving these commands, do this, say this, believe this or whatever, what he's doing is basically getting you to take baby steps along the lines of trust so that psychologically you have no feeling of like, wait, something's wrong later when it gets bigger. So that's actually a big manipulation technique. And then he claims, I've felt a release. And then he'll say things like, something has been marinating inside of me. And God finally gave me permission to say these things. I mean, all of those are utter red flags. If you are ever in a church where a pastor is speaking in this way, you know you are dealing with a wolf in sheep's clothing. 
And the opposite of this would be quite simple. What we see happening uh, Sunday after Sunday in a good confessional church where it begins with a lectionary reading, a reading out of the Word of God, and the pastor coming to the pulpit and then exegeting the text. You see, the assumption is, is that everybody at our church is going to be hearing from God but they're going to be hearing from God through the written word, not by some, you know, by me claiming to have some prophetic insight where I'm talking with God and, and things like that, and then I'm releasing to you the, uh, the inside information that me and God are having together. That's basically putting me above the written word of God. But we, you know, in our churches, we hear from God every week through the written word and the pastor rightly helping us understand the true sense of what is going on but these fellows it's it's it is totally different than what you would get in a confessional lutheran church service okay i have two others that i wanted to add and just your thoughts on them real briefly before we take our break uh the 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 one is so common that it goes unnoticed and that is the background music and and yeah. how it kind of goes with the intensity of that and then the other one was his little hey did you know that the, according to the biblical calendar it's year Five seven seven seven. Does anybody understand what that means? And you hear people going, "Wow, this kind of if you get it, it's going to get you." Kind of a in, in, sharing inside knowledge, kind of thing. Right. Uh, we'll start with the second one first, and then we'll talk about the music. Uh, when I was in high school, uh, we used to tell this joke, and the joke had a really absurd punchline. And uh, and the idea was is that uh, we we would know when we tell the person the joke what the punchline was and what it meant, and it meant nothing. But then we go and tell somebody. So here's how the joke went: uh, There's two uh, penguins on a an iceberg, and the iceberg breaks in half, and uh, and they start to drift apart from each other. And the other one says, "Oh no, what do I do?" And then here's the punchline: the the other one yells back, "No soap radio." And then if you're in on the joke, when, when you say no soap radio, everyone laughs. And then the person goes, I, I don't get it. Yeah, this is like fake profundity. And uh, so the idea, the person who sits there and says, oh, man, let me tell you about the Jewish calendar and the biblical calendar. It's the year 5777 and kind of hangs it out there and makes it sound like it's really profound. This is just nonsense. It's pseudo profundity designed to kind of get somebody off balance and feel like, you know, I should know this, but I don't know this. But he clearly knows what he's talking about and so I'm just going to go along with it and he's telling me this is important so I got to clap and give the Lord a praise because he told me to do it after he said five seven 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 and seven is the year of completion and give the Lord a praise and everyone oh you know does this you think I don't understand what that means that's the that's a technique known as pseudo profundity designed to create the person look to make them look like they're an expert in what they're talking about and the purpose of the background music that's straight out manipulation the the reason for the background music is to literally control the mood of the crowd using the using music as the means of doing it take away the background music and this doesn't have quite the manipulative power that it currently has what are we going to hear next chris all right so we're gonna we're gonna listen more and we're gonna listen for buzzwords uh, coming up in the next one, as well as an obvious ignorance of the biblical text. And we'll talk about this on uh, yeah, after this one. But turn your Bibles to the book of Job. And what we're about to read, okay, is, is Job is going through a lot. And when I, when I think of somebody who required a supernatural increase because they hit such a low point, I can't think of anybody else other than Job. 
He had such a place in his life that he needed God to bring about a supernatural increase. An increase that only God can bring. An increase that would only come from heaven. Someone say alignment. Someone say increase. Supernaturally. And so we're about to read right now is that is in Job chapter 8, Job hits a hard place and his friend is about to encourage Job. And his friend Bildad is about to build, build up Job. And how many thank God for friends that build you up when you're going through difficult things? Come on, clap for all the good friends that build you up. Amen. Thank God for Bildads. And what we're about to read is, is Job um, is going to be encouraged by Bildad. And I want you to lean in because I truly believe, and I'm not saying this because of this message. I'm saying it because God's word, because God's word is powerful. Amen. And I believe if you lean in and listen to what the scriptures say, that it will speak to you about this season that we're all in. So I've got your Bibles. Um, I like to do this because it brings just more focus. Can we all stand to our feet as we read the word of God together? I know you're comfortable. You're like, I just got comfortable. It's all warm. God wants to move you out of your comfort zone. See how I spiritualize everything? Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> just, uh, let's read this together. If you're physically able to, let's read the word of the Lord together. The Bible reads like this. Bildad says to Job, he says, Job, but if you pray to God, and seek the favor of the Almighty. He said, and if you're pure and you live with integrity, he will surely rise up and restore your happy home. Someone say, restoration. restoration. Hmm. Restore. All right, Chris, you said, listen for buzzwords. What should we have heard? All right, so the buzzwords you were hearing were alignment, increase, breakthrough, and, and, and these don't have any real meaning. They're just so vague. You can kind of put whatever meaning you want into these words. And so, you know, he's basically saying we're in this season, this year of alignment. And so if you hear a pastor use these words, breakthrough, alignment, increase, shift, these are words that you basically are catch-all. They're like the junk drawer in your kitchen. You know, you, it, it, they mean whatever they want you to mean what they mean. And so to create the word that God, you know, the false impression that God somehow has a specific word that he wants to speak to you so that you can ex experience alignment and increase and shift and breakthrough in your life. And, and basically this is playing off of and praying off of people's difficulties that they're going through in life. I mean, what are the chances that, you know, it's the people in your congregation are experiencing difficulties in their marriage or at work or, you know, name the you know, their, with their own health or with, you know, with, with family members and stuff like that. The, the chances are really good that they're having difficulties that they need, a, you know, a solution to. And so these buzzwords are designed to create the false impression that God's going to do something right here and right now as we work with this text in order for you to experience breakthrough alignment, increase and shift. But the other thing here, that if people knew their Bibles, they would have walked out on this fellow, is that he has demonstrated that he has no clue what the book of Job is about, because he basically sets up the book of Job as if somehow Job is in need of a, of a of alignment or a breakthrough or a shifting, you know, from God and his good friend who who is there to encourage him. Bildad the Shuhite is 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 an example of a man that well we need to all be like and 
we need to thank God for our bill dads in our life who want to encourage us. And what he has demonstrated is that he is utterly ignorant. And I mean this. Scripture makes it clear that anyone who is a pastor needs to study and show himself approved as a workman who need not blush with embarrassment, who can rightly divide the word of truth. Well, if you've read Job, or you've even read a good study Bible on the introduction to Job, then you know that Job's comforters, you have to put them in air quotes, that they are example example after example of guys who have a false theology. And the whole th- reason why Job is going through what he's going through is because the devil has basically said, you need to remove your hand of blessing off of Job, and he'll curse you, God. And God says, go ahead, but you can't harm him. And Job is suffering because God loves him. And we know this because of the setup in uh, in the book of Job. But Bildad is a guy who's just you know full of false theology. And if you have read Job to the end, in chapter 42, you'd know this. Chapter 42, verse 7, it says this, After the Lord had spoken these words to Job, the Lord said to Eliphaz the Temanite, My anger burns against you and against your two friends, for you have not spoken of me what is right as my servant Job has. Now, therefore, take seven bulls and seven rams and go to my servant Job and offer up a burnt offering, for I I will accept his prayer not to deal with with you according to your folly, for you have not spoken of me what is right as my servant Job has. So Eliphaz the Temanite and Bildad the Shuhite and Zophar the Naamathite went and did what the Lord had told them, and the Lord accepted Job's prayer. In other words, at the end of Job, Bildad the Shuhite is literally rebuked by God along with his with Job's other two comforters for their false theology including the theology that we heard uh, Josiah Silver praising from Bildad from chapter 8 of the book of Job which shows that not, this guy is totally manipulating these people and all they needed to do was carefully understand what God's word says and they would have been able to spot the deception right there among in their midst. Pastor Chris Rosebro is our guest. It's this week in Pop American Christianity today. Sure signs that you're being deceived and manipulated by your church leaders. When we come back, another example of deceit and manipulation. Stay tuned. Memoria Press invites all Issues Etc. listeners to explore our Simply Classical curriculum, a set of full-year academic curriculum packages for children with learning challenges. Our classical writing program and our Christian studies are now based on your favorite CPH Bible storybooks. To learn more, visit classicalspecialneeds.com and use promo code LPR to save on your initial purchase. That's classicalspecialneeds.com. At Concordia University, Irvine, you can pursue advanced theological study for academic, professional, or personal development. Concordia's Master of Arts in Theology program is grounded in the truth of Scripture and insights from the Lutheran Confessions. Courses are taught online and at intensive on-campus sessions in the summer. Apologetics, Christian Education Leadership, 
and Reformation studies are just a few of the emphases offered. For more information, visit cui.edu slash theology. Old theology, new technology. You're listening to Issues Etc. Listen to the best of the church's music for the season of Lent at lutheranpublicradio.org. Sacred music for the season of Lent, lutheranpublicradio.org. Emily Post recommends polite conversation on topics like the weather, but the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod's magazine, The Lutheran Witness, is no Emily Post. Go to cph.org slash trylutheranwitness for a special offer of $6.99 for six issues and receive the March issue covering controversial topics like climate change, overpopulation, and the intersection of science and theology. The Lutheran Witness, interpreting the contemporary world from a Lutheran perspective. cph.org slash trylutheranwitness. The God of Islam is totally different from the God of the Bible. The God of Islam wants us to die for him. Jesus died for us. A conscience that's bound to anything other than God's word is enslaved to idolatry. When we do our own thing, so to speak, as a congregation, ignoring history, ignoring the divine liturgy's history and so forth, we have in a sense become an island unto itself. We don't treat religion like a subject that we think influences the news and what influences what happens in the world. Just a taste of what we're going to be listening to in just a few minutes when we play Issues Etc. Soundbite of the Week live this Friday, March the 24th. We'll play those four soundbites in their entirety. And after you've heard them, it's your opportunity to win the LPR bundle package. And I have Issues t-shirt and Issues Etc. travel mug, pin, bumper sticker, and notepad. That'll go to the listener with the best vote for Issues Etc. Soundbite of the week when we play in just about 10 minutes. In the meantime, it's This Week in Pop American Christianity. Pastor Chris Rosebro is our guest of Fighting for the Faith. Chris, we've got another example that you've brought of deceit and manipulation from Josiah Silva. Yep, and in this one, I want you to listen to how he's using God's Word to somehow springboard into some kind of a promise of, of uh, alignment and breakthrough in the present moment just because he read a biblical text out of context. Now get ready for verse 7 because this is going to bless somebody. Verse 7 says, And though you started with little, you will end with much. Hey! Who's that for this morning? Who is that for? Though you started with little, you will end with much. We started at the bottom, now we're here. No, I'm joking. Come on, sorry, sorry. Stay focused. Focus. Sorry, sorry. I got to be careful because they'll play anything up here. These guys are good. These guys are good. <laughs> These guys are good. They'll be like, shit, let's go. No. He says, Job, you honor God. You start with little, but you're going in with much. I think right there, I just feel like that's for somebody. Now, 34 chapters later, I want to read you this next verse. Say 34 chapters later. Job has to walk this thing out. 
We don't know exactly how much time it was, but we just know it's 34 biblical chapters. But at the end of Job's life, God gives us a picture of how this came true. In Job 42, 12, man, this is going to bless somebody. The word of the Lord declares out of the New Living Translation. He says, so the Lord blessed Job in the second half of his life even more than the beginning. I'll take the four claps. That's okay. But to everyone else who's been through some stuff, everyone else who's had maybe the first half of your year, the first half of your life, the first half of your marriage, the first half of your family, the first half, to everyone else who's been through some stuff, let me prophesy and declare that this will be the year where the second half shall be greater than the first half in Jesus' name. Okay, Chris, uh, what did you what do you want to point out to our listeners there by way of the manipulation technique? All right, so this is a form of narcissism, uh, which is a narcissistic reading into a biblical text, something that isn't there, especially as it pertains to your self-love. But this is slightly different than that. And so the idea is, is that just because the guy who's up on stage has read out a verse and the verse says that Job, the, 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 he was more blessed in the second half of his life than he was in the first. Therefore, this is for you today. You're, you're going to have blessings in your second half of your life like Job because I just read this. This is not, this is not a meaningful way of reading God's word at all. It's just emotional manipulation and hype. And of course, you just need to ask yourself the question, where am I personally promised that the second half of my life is going to be more blessed than the first just because Josiah Silva read out part of Job 42.12? I mean, this, this, has, this is not even a meaningful look at the book of Job, what it means and what it reveals about God. He's just looking for verses that he can take out of context to make people feel good. This is what we call scratching, itching ears. And apparently everybody there at One Church LA, they just want to have their ears scratched and tickled rather than told the truth. I mean, using this logic, if we were working our way through the passage where Judas hung himself after betraying our Lord, I mean, you know, I mean, using that same logic, I could say, there it is, it says his guts spilled out, and, and they were all over the place. Who's this word for? Your guts are going to be spilled out all over the place, too, and you're going to die today. You know, Nobody does this. I mean, this is not a meaningful way of handling God's word. And so and it's just another clear example of manipulation and deception. And if you are attending a church where anybody is doing this, you need to leave. You're being deceived. You're not being taught the truth. You're having your scratching ears tickled because the thing they want are the green dollars in your wallet. That's really what they're after. They're not discipling you at all in what Scripture says. And, I mean, just ask yourself this question. If I were to read the New Testament, would I find examples of the apostles doing this with those whom they were discipling? Of course not. And so these are sure signs. These are like 100% signs that you're dealing with somebody who's a manipulator and a deceiver. And we as Christ's sheep need to flee these folks, not sit there and pay them. Chris, with about a minute here, that technique of saying, somebody here, this is for somebody. If this were a psychic, a TV psychic, they would call that fishing. 
Mm-hmm. And, and then he's going to do a cold reading. He's going to say, I'm getting a word from the spirit realm and it's for somebody. And if he's got enough people in front of him, somebody's going to resonate with that. If your pastor's using the same technique as a TV psychic, shouldn't that raise a red flag? <laughs> yes, it should. I mean, there this has more uh, akin to it that with the psychics and the so-called mediums and spiritists than with the pastor. And you're right. This is exactly a, the technique used by these people who claim to be, you know, able to have sympathetic vibrations from the spiritual world that they can somehow tap into, rather than a pastor who actually is preaching and teaching God's word. And the Holy Spirit, then through that preaching of the word, is bringing people to repentance and faith in Christ. These are these are these are scam techniques used by all of the scammers out there who claim to either in the you know in the astrological or psychic world or even people who claim to be you know, prophets or prophetesses you know if they were really hearing from God they wouldn't be saying I, I I think this is a word for somebody here today they'd call that person out by name and bring them front and center and say this is what God said but you know that 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 type of prophecy is not what uh what God has given for the church for today. Chris, uh, give us show notes for tonight's Fighting for the Faith. Tonight, we're going to be talking about warning people against false teachers, but we're going to be listening to uh, an NAR prophet, Lance Walna, literally claim that uh, if you have a, a child who is suffering from homosexuality, that what you need to solve it is to have ex-prostitutes bake a cake that will be anointed, That where when they eat that cake, then the, the blessing and power of God will fall on them so that they can be freed from homosexuality. I wish I was making that up, but that we will literally be covering that in today's episode. I wish you were making it up, too. You can listen to Chris Rosebro and Fighting for the Faith in about a half hour right after the live broadcast of Issues Etc. at piratechristian.com. Piratechristian.com. Pastor Chris Rosebro is pastor of Consfinger Lutheran Church in Oslo, Minnesota, and host of the daily internet talk show called Fighting for the Faith. Chris, thanks for being our guest. Thanks, Todd. Chris Rosebro will be making the case against modern-day prophets and apostles at this summer's Issues Etc. Making the Case conference. This extremely popular conference is like 10 hours of the best of issues, etc., topics and guests in less than two days, and you get to meet them and talk with them. Find out about the rest of the speaking lineup and register at issuesetc.org or call 618-223-8385, 618-223-8385. The Summer 2017 Issues Etc. Making the Case Conference Friday, June the 9th, and Saturday, June the 10th in Collinsville, Illinois. We're going to play Issues Etc. Soundbite of the Week on the other side of the break, so you need to get ready to listen to the soundbites and then give us a call and vote. one 623 my ie 877-623-6943. Issues Etc. Soundbite of the Week and your votes for it right after this. Christ Lutheran is a welcoming congregation in Rochester, Minnesota, providing traditional liturgy and hymns, word, and sacraments. Call 507-289-0271, that's 507-289-0271, or visit ChristRochester.org. Christ Lutheran Church, receiving and sharing Christ's mercy. 
recently graduated from high school or college and looking for a chance to serve a community in need while sharing the good news of Jesus Christ, Lutheran Young Adult Corps may be for you. Lutheran Young Adult Corps provides opportunities for long-term, full-time service for 10 weeks through the summer or 10 months over the school year in places like St. Louis, Philadelphia, and Boston. Find out more about Lutheran Young Adult Corps by finding us online at lcms.org slash Y-A-C-O-R-P-S or on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Lutheran Y-A Corps. Dr. Anthony Eslin will be speaking on the topic of imagination and education at the second annual Wittenberg Academy Family Retreat, which will be held at Camp Okaboji in Milford, Iowa on April 27th through the 29th, 2017. Join us and be immersed in God's word, thoughtful discussions, and family fun. For more information or to register, visit www.wittenbergacademy.org and click on the registration tab. The 500th anniversary of the Reformation approaches. A good time to ask, who are we as confessional Lutherans? What's our heritage? The Confessional Lutherans for Christ Commission has produced the Layman's Guide to Theological History. Go to the clcc.org and see which of these presentations and books would be most helpful to you and your fellow parishioners. And consider becoming a member with us as the CLCC seeks to help more people know what it means to be a confessional Lutheran. The clcc.org. The cross is our theology. You're listening to Issues Etc. Metro East Lutheran High School in Edwardsville, Illinois, engages young adults in a Christ-centered environment, delivering academic excellence and spiritual growth to develop Christian leaders for tomorrow. We provide a Christ-focused alternative to public high schools. Many of our students receive tuition assistance. To help us provide tuition assistance to more students, go to melhs.org and click on the giving page. Or call me, Dr. J. Krause, Principal, at 618-656-0043. Law and Gospel, the Reformation Solas, the Theology of the Cross, the Means of Grace, Simultaneously Saint and Sinner. These are some of the topics covered in the Issues Etc. Book of the Month, Hallmarks of Lutheran Identity. It's written by regular guest Dr. Al Schmidt. Hallmarks of Lutheran Identity is published by Concordia Publishing House, 1-800-325-3040, or read an excerpt at issuesetc.org, Hallmarks of Lutheran Identity, the Issues Etc. Book of the Month. 